Welcome to Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema Live from Grand Forks Best Source. We are being weird, 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 weird. And tonight, me and my panel will be talking about Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. And today's show brought, is brought to you by Rumors Sports Bar Casino, located right here in the Grand Cities Mall. They're open every day from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. And it is the place to go if you want to catch sports or grab a quick lunch or drink. Uh, they have a ton of great lunch and dinner specials. Express lunch specials, $6 express lunch. I recommend the Slappy Joes or the Mac and Cheese. I had that yesterday. It was really good. And also, they got all kinds of events going on. Mondays is DJ Trivia Night. And right now, too, with the NHL and NBA playoffs going on, it's a place to go to catch the playoffs because they have wall-to-wall TVs all over, and you can ask them to put on whatever game you want. And right now, Rumors is looking to hire a part-time servers and cooks. Stop in to find out more. On Wednesdays, they have $3 pounders all day, and from 7 to close, $3 Jim Bean, Jack Daniels, and Jameson. So come on down to Rumors Sports Bar and Casino, located in the Grand Cities Mall. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. That was our word from our sponsors. Um, before we get to this, uh, you got to realize something. You don't watch my show, the squids will eat you. <laughs> so, where do this? Where are the squids? In some other dimension. Oh, okay. A multiverse. Yes, the squid multiverse. They're in the metaverse. Ichabod's Multi-Metaverse of Madness. Yes, that, that would be a cool name for a show. Huh. So how familiar are you with Demon Knight from the past before? Oh, I, I love this film. Billy Zane does a wonderful job in this movie, and the guy who does Breaker. And actually, the, you know, her, her name wasn't Jada Pinkett Smith back then, but... Will Smith's wife is in this film. Yeah, yeah, from more of her early roles. Yeah, yeah, you know, made she, she had her uh, big moment here in the Oscars uh, earlier this uh, year. Yeah, I don't blame I don't blame Will Smith for smacking Chris Rock personally. Is that her behind you there? <laughs> <laughs> That's the Crypt Keeper. Oh, okay. I guess we should probably set that up with uh, this. Is yeah they. Based off the, they started doing some movies after the Tales from the Crypt show ran its course on HBO for a while. Did you watch the old Tales from the Crypt show? Oh, I loved it, man. I absolutely loved it. I was, also, I was actually a big fan of the comic books, too, the e- EC comics that were banned in the 50s. Yeah. I got in here. I did a little research for that, too. Yeah, the EC comics that ran from 1950 to 55 were when they ran alongside the, I think, because didn't EC also, they did the Tales to Drive You Mad? The later became the Mad Magazine. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's kind of funny. Well, we'll, we'll do a little history here, right here. But uh, there was a psychiatrist who actually made it so that comic books couldn't have certain things in it. I forget his name. But they had a thing called the Comics Code that everything had to be kosher with for a while. And they couldn't. They couldn't show like they couldn't use the word weird, which is weird, 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 weird. <laughs> they couldn't use terror. They couldn't use fear. They couldn't use anything like that because it was against the comics code. Yeah, I remember that. You had to look for the 
they had the comics code stuck around to like I think like the late uh, 2000s and like eventually Marvel dropped it and then all the other publishers uh, quickly followed suit after a while but yeah for the longest time a lot of the publishers were strictly adhering by it because they had that book that came out uh uh, in the early 50s, I think it was like 1952. Perversion of the, of the Kid or something? Oh, yeah, uh, something, Seduction of the Innocent. That's Seduction what it's called. Yeah, And, uh, yeah, that yeah that guy drum up a lot of contra- controversy about uh, censoring comics and, you know, you know the cliche, think about the children and all that. Uh, well, he said that the comic books, comic books uh, cause juvenile delinquency. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and like you said, yeah, they pretty much cracked down. Pretty much made it so all comics had to have a had this have the code on there. There's some loopholes to get around it, where uh, like uh, the if, if the comic was in magazine format, then it didn't need the code, and then some magazines got away with. That's how Mad Magazine got away with a lot more. They switched from comic to magazine format. That's what led to that. So they well, there was a thing called the, there was a magazine called Panic back in the day, and Panic basically had a thing where they were like doing something bad to Santa and it got banned. So so you ended up uh, reading the comics and following the HBO show then for uh, Tales of the Crypt? Yes. <laughs> but the movies, the movies were great. Um, Billy, as I said, Billy Zane does a good job. Who played Breaker in this movie? And then we'll... William Sadler. William Sadler. He was in the first ever... Ta- well, some say it's the first ever Tales from the Crypt episode called The Man Who Played Death. Others say... That the Larry Drake Santa Claus one was the first episode, but it all depends on what you're looking at. But uh, yeah, basically, Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight is about uh, a guy called the Collector. He's hunting down a guy named Breaker to get this key, which is filled with the blood of Christ because the demons want the key in order to take over the world. And they they wind up in this old church in the middle of nowhere in a place called Wormwood, New Mexico. And basically it's, it's basically people trying to be perverted into getting him this key. And these demons are attacking him. These low level level demons because the collector is a higher level demon. And I know I've seen this, but I can't remember it at all. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch a trailer or something. So it's, it has like a really awesome. Uh, I love the intro for it. Uh, it's set to uh, filters. Hey man, nice shot. If you remember yeah, that, I love that song. And man. It, it pretty much plays the entire song, and it has an opening where the the breaker he's like on the run from the collector, and it's a car chase, and they're pretty much playing the entire filter song. Hey man, nice shot to it. And I, I looked up the filter music video for it, and the. The way they use the song in Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight is way better than the actual music video for the song. So, like, I, I ended up yeah tracking down the song and yeah putting it in my running playlist and was uh, jamming out to it last weekend actually. So yeah, it's it's a killer opening song where it's an awesome car chase. They end up shoot doing a little shootout and ends with a big old T bone flaming wreck. It's just YouTube the opening uh, just search uh, Demon Knight uh, filter intro. It's well, a killer opening scene to set things up. Um. There's a there's another song in here called Cemetery Gates, which is by a band called Pantera. If you're not familiar, oh, yes. familiar with them, they made a uh, album called Cowboys from Hell. It's a classic. But their 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 major one was Vulgar Display of Power. Also a classic. Yeah, yeah. Some some very good metal jams. <laughs> to to Dimebag Daryl for doing what, what everything he did. Indeed, yeah. Dimebag was a great guitarist. Yeah. 
You know, it's interesting you bring up too, uh, like how they, uh, you know, the they have the references to like, you know, you know the, uh, you know the thing they're after, you know, being the uh, the blood of Christ uh, filled key, the the and like it, it kind of just brought back memories on how there are other horror movies that did similar things where they relate it back to biblical items. Where do you remember? Either of you remember the movie Dracula two thousand? I think so. Is that the one with the guy who played Hyde in, uh, in um, whatchamacallit, uh, that 70s show? Um, possibly. Uh, but the thing in there, what ties it back, is they, were, they reveal the origin of Dracula to be Judas in there. So kind of going back to the same crucifixion for the big twist here on, on how that's what the keys filled with the blood of Christ and all that. But uh, it's interesting, you know, you kind of... You know, they they end up going to like a like this shady ho- church turned hotel kind of thing is where, uh, you know, the bulk of the movie takes place. Where you know the demons are on the hunt for most of the night. Yeah, like, and you you know, there's a big old just hotel filled of victims waiting to be to be picked off there. How 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 did you like Billy Zane as a collector leading all the demons to kind of get after him? I like that. Uh, some of the things he said, you know. I hate all those cowboy crap. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to do like a little undercover shtick where he's like a like uh, he's pretending to be like what looks like to be a uh, like hunter. yeah a bounty hunter as a cowboy doing this intentional over the top cowboy accent and leading these uh, these pair of detectives to track down the the guy who has the, you know the mystical key and 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 then. He's trying to keep up this act, and he get, convinces the cops to arrest this guy, and and then the cops are like, "No, you got to come with us too. You're like the driver part. of the vehicle." How do you like what, how how that played out from there? I liked it. I go, you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't be doing this if you knew who I was or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, how how did you like the first like major death scene? How uh, oh, when he punched him yes, through the head, Billy Zane like straight up punches one of the detectives through the face. <laughs> <laughs> And, and decapitates them, and yeah, it's. And then, like, how did you like the practical effects for that one? Oh, you always like the was, practical effects. It was awesome. Um, I liked the, the demon, the demon effects. Uh, I think it was made by a guy named Todd Masters or something. I, that sounds familiar. But yeah. yeah, the demons, the actual demon effects for this movie were cool. Um, I don't. The only thing that I think that. That they use like uh, CGI or anything like that for was that when the demons, the electricity would come out of the demons' eyes because it meant their souls were being freed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how how did you like you know they got a big old like I think it's like eight or nine people in the in the hotel there. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what that's what leads their fates because you could tell they're all gonna get plucked off and they all kind of have their own ways of getting uh like just meeting their meeting their doom and what what was kind of interesting is that not only do they have like some of the you know the stereotypical like uh kind of like survival movie deaths like that but or zombie movie deaths but they also uh, billy zane has the ability to possess people and like how well, I, I like the part when uh one of my favorite parts is when uh one of the ladies gets her arm rip off, ripped off and he's offering her her arm back and she goes like this and he goes, well, what are you doing? She goes, I'm flipping you off. I made sure to make a note of that. That's probably like my favorite uh, 
uh, yeah, flipping of the bird in movies <laughs> that kind of didn't really happen. Remember Uncle Willie? What happens to Uncle Willie with all the with all the the women in in bikinis and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Billy Zane or uh, the Collector, uh, or he refers to himself as a Demon Knight, hence the title of the movie. He has ability to possess people, mess with their heads, and turn them into zombies without even biting them or anything. And so yeah, kind of gets them into their fantasies and gets them to grant possession of their souls or whatever. And yeah, he kind of gets his own personal fantasy, and they cut to him. He's all just zombified. Yeah, really good stuff. Um, how did you like? Uh, there was uh, one one other thing I noted here too, like. Uh, uh, like there's another survival of the night movie that this reminded me a lot. I couldn't help but think of as I was watching this, where you know all of a sudden it's like, oh, a random zombie movie. They gotta survive the night in this one building. And, uh, this movie came out a year later. I really loved it. It's one of my favorites. Uh, the original from Dusk Till Dawn. Oh, I love that film. Yeah. Tarantino is one of my favorite directors. I don't think he directed. I know he he wrote the script and he starred in that one. I can yes, I don't think yes, he. Yes, it was a yeah. Robert Rodriguez film. Yeah, Rodriguez. Yes. Oh yeah, long time uh, collaborator of his. But that 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 I kept thinking of. I thought this movie was great in its own way too. But from dusk to dawn, if if you haven't anyone watching this hasn't seen from dusk to dawn, if you dug Demon Knight, uh, from dusk to dawn is right up the same alley. Or you just watch it for the Selma Hayek scene. Oh, there's a lot of great scenes in From Dust Till Dawn, though. But, uh, That's yeah, literally Danny. a song title. What's that? That's a song title, literally. Which one? Dust Till Dawn. See you in Zayn Malik. See you in Zayn Okay, I'll have to look that one up. <laughs> what was I going to say? Um, Danny Trail was in that film, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got a great cast in there. That was like George Clooney's big breakout movie role, too. And Tom, Tom Savini. And Selma special- Hayek's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tom Savini, the special makeup effects behind like uh, Friday the 13th and um, Burning and Creepshow actually starred in that movie. He was Sex Machine. So I guess the way Demon Knight kind of runs down here, you know, everyone kind of gets picked off in here too. And it comes down to, you know, the breaker, uh, the guy, you know, William Sather's character and, uh, and Jada Pekin Smith's character. They're the last two survivors, you know, going toe to toe with uh, the Demon Knight. And the way that all wraps up from there, you know, uh, Jada Pekin Smith kind of gets transferred the power of the Demon Knight because Breaker, unfortunately, gets taken care of and so how how would you like how it all wrapped up in the final act i there? like that especially at the end when she gets on the bus and she puts the blood on the bus door because it makes a makes a uh like a seal, a, a seal barrier against demons and it looked like another demon knight was like right on her tail following her but you could the driver's like aren't you getting on and the guy was like I'll wait for the next next ride. And then at the end, that there's there's like a flower in the field, and this hand comes up. Yeah, yeah. And it, it pulls it under the under the, the ground, and then it just shows the crypt keeper holding the flower. I just realized it's night with a K. So is it actually like a? Yeah. So yeah, Billy Zane's character, he's a demon knight. I guess that's the demonic term for the bounty hunter. Opt to get the person whoever has that blood of Christ. Uh, uh, cross or the uh, artifact that uh, Breaker's character has. So, yeah, that's what they call him in here. Yeah, because I always thought it was just like because it's nighttime. Oh, yeah. Demon nighttime, but no, that's like a night, like, I don't know. Like yeah, pretty much, yeah, it's only like that last scene where where it's the only scene in the daylight. So it's like, yeah, like 98% of the movie's at night, though. So it's pretty fitting. Yeah. How, how did you like uh, the Crypt Keeper? 
Crypt Keeper's intro. He's a, doing the direct director. Yeah. yeah. Cut, cut, cut. Yeah, you can see in the back there, yeah. You're, you're going to be, when I, when I get done with you, you're going to be playing bit parts. And I'm not talking about which bits I'm talking about. Yeah. Good, good old Crypt Keeper. Yeah. John Kaser, great comedian, does the voice of the Crypt Keeper. He's, he was like a voice for a horror generation, actually. So, so I got on here after Demon Knight. There's uh, like three or four other uh, Tales from the Crypt movies. Uh, besides the original two from 72 and 73, uh, there was also Bordello of Blood in 96, uh, Ritual in 2002, and then there was a short in 2012 called New Year's Shocking Eve. Any of those you give recommendations to? I've never seen any of those. I've only seen yeah. Bordello of Blood. Yeah. So how about Demon Knight overall? Pretty, pretty good recommendation, you would say? Yes. Yeah. If you like Tales from the Crypt, you'll like this. Yeah, I, I'm on the same boat. This is a good, fun, campy, by the numbers, just uh, slasher, slayer flick. So definite thumbs up. Uh, it, it did okay in the box office there. It had a $12 million budget and it did 21 point, yes, 21.1 million box office. So it made a nice profit, almost doubled the budget there. And uh, for the Rotten Tomatoes, uh, critically... <laughs> Critically did 37% uh, aggregate, but audience approval of 64% aggregate. And do you, do you keep up with the Fangoria Awards? Uh, no, I read Fangoria, though. It, it was a 96 winner for Best Actress for uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's uh, role, and then also won the Best Makeup Effects also. So just some random... As I said, Todd Masters did a wonderful job doing mm-hmm. the demons. Any, any other uh, tidbits here for uh, Demon Knight? Not really. All right, before we wrap up with the preview for next week, we got a word from our friends at Executive Properties. For all your general contractor needs, call Executive Properties at 701-330-1273 or check out their website at www.executiveproperties.org. So, Ichabod, what movie are we doing next week? I don't know right now, but it'll be a surprise. Surprise movie next week. 